Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Welcome to today's episode, Finance is Fun, Part 2, The Basics of Budgeting. While I did not intend to continue with a finance theme on the podcast, I have had some people reach out to me about budgeting, which I referenced in the original Finance is Fun podcast a couple of weeks ago. For those who have not yet listened to that episode, I offered five tips on how to get started with budgeting and finance. One, plan a budget. Two, save. Three, pay off your credit cards every month. Four, put money into your retirement. And five, say no when something does not fit into your budget. My official disclaimer, once again, is that everyone should talk to their personal financial advisor, a trusted family member, or any random person on the street that you think may look like they know what they're talking about, and make decisions that are in your own best interest. When I referenced building a budget in that episode, I did not go into specifics on how to do this, so I will share a little more today. While I won't go into the details of how to build an Excel spreadsheet, I will share that I do use this format for my own personal budget. The reason I like Excel, or numbers for those who prefer that format, is that it's easy to revise and update so that calculations remain accurate. But if you don't like an Excel spreadsheet and want to use any other format, great. You do you. There is no judgment here. I'm just happy you're still listening. So now, Budgeting 101. A beginner's monthly budget should include four things. One, a starting dollar amount. This is whatever you have in your bank account or stuffed under your mattress in the guest room. Whatever works for you. Two, a line item for how much income you bring in each month. Three, a section for your expenses. And four, a calculation that shows your ending dollar amount if you stay in your budget each month or even if you don't. The starting dollar amount is important because if you don't know how much you have, then you don't know how much you can spend. This number also makes it easy for you to reconcile your bank account each month. And if you're not reconciling your bank account each month, well, I guess that's just another conversation. The income section is generally going to be what you earn from your primary source of income. For most of us, this is our nine to five, as Dolly would say. For those who may have more than one job or a successful side hustle, you would want to add all of these things together for your total income. And if you don't make the same amount each month, use the most conservative estimate. For instance, if you have a side hustle that earns you anywhere from $100 to $300 a month, 
use $100 for your budget. If you make more, good for you. You can treat yourself at the end of the month or otherwise reinvest that money back into you. The expense section is, of course, the biggest section of any budget because it is how we spend our money. My personal budget has four general sections. The first is home and auto. This includes our home mortgage, electric bill, gas and water bill, the cell phone bill, our car notes, and a line item for the gas that goes into those cars, as well as our monthly grocery expenses. With two growing boys in the house, that line gets a lot of attention in our house these days. You will note that I didn't include any related insurance expenses here. That is because for us, our insurance expenses are in a separate section of our budget. This is where we budget for our auto insurance, life insurance, and disability insurance. Because we have a small business, the life and disability insurance are a necessary investment for our family. The third section of our expenses is for saving. We save for all kinds of things. First, we set aside money for our actual savings, which you know by now that I think is tremendously important. We also set aside money for our vacation fund, the children's tuition, and for holiday each year. These are not expenses that we actually pay out each month. In fact, most of them are only paid out each year. But you cannot, or at least should not, spend what you don't have. And if you don't intentionally set that money aside, it will find places to unintentionally be spent. This is also where we set aside an amount each month for unexpected expenses, our rainy day fund, so to speak. And the last section of our expenses is for miscellaneous costs, such as dry cleaning, taking our sweet French bulldog to the dog spa for grooming, and our gym memberships. This is where we have a line item for things such as self-care, because my hair is only naturally blonde when I see my stylist every couple of months, and my boys require frequent haircuts. It also includes a line item for our monthly allowance. Yes, allowance. We set aside an amount each month for the fun stuff, for when we want to go out to dinner with friends, or to the movies for a date night. If you're not careful, these things sneak up on you and can cost a lot of money, so planning is always better in advance. This section is going to look different for each person based on how you choose to spend your time and money, and that's okay. It's also what wraps up our expense section, which brings us to the last section of our budget, the ending balance. This is the amount that you hopefully have left over at the end of each month. This is important for the obvious reason, that if you have stayed within your budget and you're not in the red, you have money left over, but also because it is your starting number for your budget of the next month. So now, quick recap. Four sections to a budget, the starting dollar amount, the line item for how much income you bring in each month, your expense section, and a calculation that shows your ending dollar amount. And remember, for our expenses, we break it down into four sections. 
The first is home and auto. The second is all things insurance. The third is for saving. And the fourth is for our miscellaneous costs that tend to sneak up on us if we're not careful. One other thought that I will share is that we do have a line item specifically for our philanthropic gifts. Once we were able to give, we wanted to be intentional in how we did so. So I also include that in our personal budget. Now, if I'm being honest, I will also share with you that my personal budget has micro calculations as well as what I have shared in this podcast. I have percentages built in, weekly subsets of each category, and a spreadsheet that builds out not only the month, but also the quarter and the year. I cannot help it. I love numbers. But for those of you who do not, and may even be feeling a little overwhelmed by the information I have shared, I will simply say this. Make sure that your cash in is more than your cash out each month and that you have some money set aside for when the unexpected occurs. Build a budget using the broad strokes and then add to it as you get more comfortable with the process. And then, once you do, buy the shoes, take the trip, and eat the cake. There's that phrase again that you all know I love. Just make sure that before you do it, you actually have the money to pay for it. And that's all for today. As always, thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm